Hello, guys. Welcome to this uh, segment I like to call This or That. All right. Today's services or discussion will be Apple services versus Google services. And I'm your host, Ken, and I'm here with the co-host, Mikey Mike. How's it going, man? Everything's all right, man. How's it out there in Florida? Everything good? Keeping yeah. Nice and warm. Nice and warm. Yeah, it's getting warm out here, too, but. You know, it's not Florida warm, but it's all good. <laughs> I don't think anything enjoys Florida warm this uh, this time of year, but it's still uh, still better than cold. Uh, that's fair. That's very fair. Well, tonight, not tonight. Well, let me go back into that. Well, today we're going to discuss Apple services versus Google services. Now, I know how much you love Google. You praise <laughs> Google. Google is your life. <laughs> you know how so I do. We're going to put you on the side of Google, uh, no, seriously. So basically everyone who's listening, Mike and I both enjoy Apple devices, both live in the Apple ecosystem, but Mike is 100% Apple ecosystem where I am a mixture of both. I love Google services. I think some of them are better. And uh, I guess we're gonna get into that tonight on how everybody feels. I think so better is a point off, of view. Uh, I think it's a fact. <laughs> I think it's a fact. So we're going to start off with, uh, what do you use for mobile browsing on your mobile device? So I am, I'm down with Safari. 100%. Safari on your phone, iPad, that's what you use. Yep. Reasons why you prefer Safari over any other browser. There's Firefox, there's Chrome, there's Opera. So I'm going to start off with the the easy answer and then you know we'll we'll get a little more into my reasoning but the easy answer is it's there i don't have to download anything i don't have to do anything it's there right out of the box it's capable it translates you know mobile browsing very well uh you know it gives me everything i need at the most um yeah so you know it's it's there it does what i need to do and it browses very well now getting into the more Complex answer is it's kind of two or threefold. You know, the first one is, as you said, I live in the Apple ecosystem. So I have my iPhone, I've got my Apple Watch, I've got my iPad, I've got my Mac. When I'm browsing, uh, you know, if I'm at work or at home and I'm browsing on my phone, you know, I can just as easily turn to my iPad when I'm going to bed or you know sitting down at my desk bring up okay. using the yeah with uh you know with apple watch with my ipad with my mac um you know no matter where i am i can pick up from my phone or vice versa i can pick up from my computer you know i sit down at my desk at work browsing something on the phone i can pick it up you know direct from from there using handoff um prime example is I'm at my computer. I'm researching something. I find it. Uh, you know, I get a call. I got to go to someone, um, you know, at the other end of the office. And I, you know, bring up the website on my phone, walk to them, and I have everything there. I don't have to re, you know, look up it. Um, you know, other features. It works great with Face ID or Touch ID for security for passwords. I use this as my password manager. So it generates okay. me my keys, um, all that. So, it's, it's just, it's an all-in-one, you know, device. And as I said, I don't have to really worry about 
uh, you know, a Windows computer at work where I don't have Safari. I live in the ecosystem. That was my question. It just, it works. It works great for me in, in those capacities. You know, I do have Chrome as a secondary browser on my Mac um, for those insignificant times where something doesn't work in Safari, which is few and far between. Um, you know, but otherwise it's, it's Safari 99.9999% of the time. Interesting. Listen, I mean, all your points are valid. I'm not going to take away any of that. Um, but I use Chrome hundred percent of the time and I use the Apple ecosystem. I use Mac more so than windows, but I do have the option in case I have to go to windows, I can still use my Chrome, um, Chrome plugins way more than Safari, I think will ever have. Um, but they are very, I mean, some of them are definitely not needed. So I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, Chrome has the best because they have the most. No, they have a ton of awesome extensions that I think, and plugins that I think will be very useful in your day to day. Not to mention Chrome is on all platforms as well, not just Apple, right? It works on all platforms. So even if one, one, at some point you have to get stuck using a windows, you log in with your Google account, bam, your Chrome extensions, everything is already there for you. Well, Password manager. Yes. All that is there as well. Handoff works as well with, um, the, uh, MacBooks because I use that now at work. I can pick up Chrome on my Mac and then the icon shows up on my, my phone and vice versa. So handoff works also for Chrome as well. Um, password manager, I use Chrome for some of it, but I definitely still stick to the, the ones that are used for password managing, which is one password, of course. But see, there's your thing. But, you're, you're jumping out of, of the apps. Now you're using two, three apps here and there. You know, mine's all tightly contained. And if you want to, you know, kind of go the route of multi, multi-device or multi-platform, we'll call it, you know, Safari does run on Windows. They, you know, they have that app. It syncs, you yeah. know, over with, with iCloud. I mean, it's there. I'm not saying it's, it's, you know, the best. Of, well, it's not, right. It's definitely not. It's there. Um, but, you okay. know, again, everything of, of Safari is, you know, I happen to like it because, you know, it's 256 bit encrypted. Uh, Apple doesn't, you know, touch your privacy, stuff like that, uh, which we can get into at a later time. But, you know, you're, you're using Chrome, you're using one password, you're using, you know, extensions. So now you're, you're tying into this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, one of those things may not work. One of those things may crash. One of those things may not be updated. One of those things could have a virus on it or malware put into it. You know, you're, you're bringing in so many different factors that, you know, it, it really gets to the point where you're, you're bloating it up. I mean, just, well, I, I'm more, I'm more concerned with security reasons, right? If somebody gets your Apple password or anything of that nature, everything's there. At least if somebody gets my Gmail, they still can't get to my wife my passwords because that's in the one password, you know what I mean? So it's, it's definitely different layers. And I guess it's all depends on who's using what. And like you said, convenience, but I agree with you. This is a, a awesome topic, which I think we probably need to spend its own time on. Yeah, for sure. This and could... go through each level of it. <laughs> uh, okay. This could take definitely all night, but uh, listeners, please weigh in. Um, we, we're using the, the app of, of choice for podcasting, which is anchor. You can leave voice messages or comments and you tell us what you feel what you use on a daily basis 
being a Windows person or being an Apple person, what browser is your choice? Maybe not Google, maybe not Safari, maybe it's Opera, maybe it's Firefox. Firefox used to be my choice way back when, but that's a different story. I will post Moving this question to, to our uh, to our users out there, to our listeners. Do yeah, you definitely. do you yeah. think that Chrome is becoming the new Internet Explorer for the modern age? <laughs> oh man, <clears throat> I'm not even going to get into that. Um, on to the next question. So, what is your your app of choice for mail app for the mail app? What do you use? So this gets a little a little uh, I guess mixed. So my app of choice for my preference, yeah, for my personal is Apple mm-hmm. Mail. Again, it's convenient, it's right. there. I don't really do that much with with email, you know, in, in my personal life. So I don't need all the bells and whistles for it. Um, you know, it has my contacts, has my, you know, links to the calendar, stuff like that. Um, I, you know, it's, it's not as feature rich as some of the other clients, you know. Uh, I'll just throw a name out there, you know, for, for work for myself and for, you know, my, my employees, um, we use the Outlook mobile app, which is fully feature rich, um, you know, but for, for me, for personal mail kind of gets the job done. It's not, I don't have to find anything. I don't have to do anything. I install my, you know, Apple ID on the phone when I'm setting it up and mail is just there. You know, that's, that's really what it comes down to. It, it doesn't, you know, it's got VIP, it's got, you know, the features that make mail work. I can send mail, I can receive mail, I can view mail, I can do multiple pictures and it, it integrates with the OS um, at, a, at a very base level for sending pictures, um, you know, making that easy. Uh, and the other nice thing, which, you know, I think is fairly exclusive to Apple Mail um, is you don't need a third party service for this, but when you're sending attachments, if they're too large, it automatically, without you doing anything, tosses them into iCloud um, for people to grab. So you don't have to worry about file limitations when sending things. It just kind of does it all behind the scenes for you. You don't have to worry. Okay. Yes, I'm with you on that. I use the mail app for my personal stuff. Um, you know, things that I um, subscribe to when I go to the store, get my receipts. Um, I use it for a lot of things, um, but for my personal, yes. Um, on that level, um, as far as everything else, I use Gmail. Um, Gmail was my first, well, not really my first email. AOL was probably my first one, <laughs> and probably hot, and then Hotmail, then Yahoo. But Gmail was definitely my first one, of my favorites, and I use. I have this Gmail when you had to get invited, <laughs> way back when. So I still have that Gmail account. I use OneDrive. I mean, sorry, sorry, not OneDrive. I use Google Drive, which, by the way, if you pay for Google Drive services. They give you an extra terabyte for free. So I got an email two days ago, and yesterday when I checked, I have an extra terabyte in my OneDrive for free, which is amazing. So now you're paying for one terabyte, but you're getting two for the price of one. So shout out to Google Drive for that. Nonetheless, I use Gmail, the app. Um, it has a ton of bells and whistles on it. It's an awesome um, mail app for both the browsing, your mobile devices, and your computer. But I still do use the mail app for my personal things, because again, like you said, it's integrated with everything. Now, my only issue with the mail app is it's very outdated, especially when you're responding to people, um, the rich texts, HTML, all that, it's very outdated because if you respond from your mail app or from the mail app on the computer, anyone can tell that you're responding from that app. Oh, absolutely. The way it, it's it's horrendous. I, I hope Apple does something about that. Um, 
What else is, I wish they made it a little bit more easier for you to use your me account and your iCloud and your Mac account in other mail services. Uh, I'm sure it is easier now, but, <laughs> but a couple of years ago, trying to switch to an Android phone, which we could talk about at a different time as well. It was so difficult to get my me account on that phone using the Gmail app. It was crazy. I had to use Spark or something else. Nonetheless, we're both in agreement. We both use the mail app, but I also use the Gmail app. So it is what it is. On to the news. Now, me and you are big fans of Flipboard. I'm not sure if you still use it. I don't. Um, what is your choice for the news app? So my choice for the news app is Apple News, um, but that's only recently. With uh, actually with the later the latter portions of iOS 11 and now the iOS 12 beta, um, I still every now and again will go back to Flipboard for something. Um, I mean, Flipboard used to be my end all be all news app. Like, you know, I haven't opened it up probably in the last four months or so. Um, you know, really since I started like getting heavy into Apple news, um, you know, but it just, it worked, it looked like a magazine. It was fantastic. Like, you know, shout out to Flipboard for that. I wish Apple Balkan right. just integrated that as their news app, but you know, that would been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's another point in time. We, we, we only get pray for that. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I use the Apple News app for it. Um, there, there are some things I like about it. There are some things I absolutely like despise about it um, that you know Flipboard never did. Like the the nice curation, um, you know, by by actual editors as well as AI um, and machine learning, you know, is pretty is pretty decent. Um, I like that you can subscribe to multiple channels. That you know, it integrates you know a couple of different things that that Flipboard just never never did. Like you know, uh, Flipboard could do sports, but it didn't hit all like, you know, what I'll call localized topics. You know, I, I'm a big baseball fan, and down here in South Florida, you don't get much news about uh, about the Yankees, but you can subscribe to to those type of of articles, and you know, I'll get you know curated things from the Daily News, New York Times, as well as like you know, uh, Pinstripe Weekly stuff like that. Um, and it, it, it works and, and reads and flows very nicely. You can save the article, stuff like that. Um, the stuff I don't like are the things that they kind of, I guess the best thing is, you know, they kind of push on force you. Force feed you. Yeah. Yeah, force feed you. That's um, what I'm calling. You know, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm up on current events, but I don't really care enough to have it in my daily news article. But there are some things you just cannot, at least I can't find, unsubscribe to or, or you know, kind of push down the feed. <laughs> It just, it's there no matter what you do. And, you know, when I'm looking at my new stuff, it's really because I have three seconds of downtime in my life and something interesting that I'm interested in, not all the extra oh. fluff. Oh, oh, you don't, oh, you don't want to hear about your president and how awesome he is, huh? Okay. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to hear that at Apple's push force reading you that stuff about the, the president that we have. I, I, listen, I admit you, I, I definitely use the Apple News app for a little bit, and that's the same way I felt. Google News, however, is phenomenal. That is my news app of choice now. Forget Flipboard, forget Apple News. Apple News. Google News is so amazing. It will send me articles that I think I did not, I would not think to look for. It will send me things that it knows that I care about. Is that creepy? A little bit, but it does it exactly all the time. I've never got an article from Google News that I did not want to read. Now, 
You don't have to set up any type of, oh, I like this person. I like that. I like to listen to this. I like to look at that. No. Based on your history, which I know how much you hate, Google knows the things that you like and will send you articles based on that. Or if you open the app, you can go in and choose your settings anyway. And that's the kind of things you will get. They never force feed me anything. I get nothing but tech news, Buccaneers news. Mind you, I live, I live in New York, but I get Tampa Bay Buck news all the time. I get tech news. <laughs> I get a, I get podcast news. I get a bunch of things. And I'm like, wow. I didn't, I didn't think to look for this, but it can't. 9 to 5 Mac news. I'm like, this is awesome. Because it knows I go to 9 to 5 Mac. The Verge. And those that go to the Verge. So send me these news articles that I did not click on when I went to the Verge, but it knew for some reason <laughs> that I would like this. So it really I knew, it knew for some reason. It, it knew for some reason. Of course, but we it know knew. why. We know why. We <laughs> know why. some of reason. Of course, we know but, why. Of, of course. But I, I'm telling you right now, try it. You will be like, you know what, Ken? You were right. You might not like it because it definitely dives into your personal. Well, um, see, it's know, not going to work as well for me because I don't use all the other Google services. So it's, well, it's that's not going to have that like type said, of history. Of course not, but you can still select the things that you want to see and see what happens. I, I say try it and see what happens. Hey, I'll, I'm, I, I'm open to things. I'll give it a shot. Please try it. And we can come back and talk about this. Listeners, please, again, Google News, Flipboard, or Apple News, or whatever other news app you use. But I told somebody else to use it. And they said the same thing to me. It was like, this is super, this is too creepy. I don't believe this. But I'm like, yeah, isn't it great, though? So definitely, I should try it out. Um, I definitely give it to Google News on that one. But try it. When you come back, you let us know. All right. So photo storage. This is the big one here because photos is life, right? Like memories, everything. Everybody wants to know how to back up their photos. They don't want to lose their photos. So what is your photo storage choice? <sighs> you asked me this five months ago, I tell you Google Photos right out of the gate. Oh, all right. My boy. You know, I, I think so it's bad. I think it's an absolutely like hardcore fantastic photo app. Oh, the, this is great, Mike. The machine learning on how it picks out the faces, how it picks out the places, yeah. the, the, the curation animals. of the memories and the albums and the smart albums and adding the, oh the videos and stuff. It is yeah. absolutely top notch. Like hardcore top notch, and I gotta be you honest. Know what? And and the... we can end the podcast right now. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. we can end it right now. This is perfect. This yeah. is fantastic. See, I'm I'm doing your job for you. Yeah, I see that. Continue. So <laughs> you know, I love the fact that uh, you know Google gives you all the free storage you want for your photos and videos. You know, up to unless they've changed it, you know, a 16 megapixel photo, and unless you're That's doing, um. You know, unless you're doing actual like photography, I'm talking about like, you know, real, real life, you know, this is your job or this is your hardcore hobby where you're using, you know, some crazy Canon or, you know, Nikon DSLR, you know, no one's ever going to hit 16 megapixels. Like, you know, the, the best you have on, on really, you know, on mainstream phones right now that people use is 12. Um, so, I mean, the fact that that's free and they don't downgrade your pictures because, no one's hitting that 16, you know, meg limit now, uh, right. megapixel limit now, I should say. Like, that's, that's awesome. Now, let's fast forward those five months. I'm currently using Apple Photos. Um, and, it's, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? It's 
it's purely this is a convenience thing. It's not because I think the Photos app is better on Apple than okay. than Google Photos. This is swear to you know to to all that I can think of, man. This is purely convenience. Um, I have an iCloud account. I have a family you know plan, so I get two terabytes of storage. Um, you know, with that, I toss my photos in there. It syncs across all my devices. Uh, you know, it, it does all the, you know, the machine learning on the device, which is, you know, part of the reason why I switched. I'm a very big privacy person. Um, I believe in security. I believe in privacy. Uh, I don't like the fact that Google has that history and in their terms of service, whether they do it or not, it's in their terms of service that they have the right to, you know, use your photos for whatever they want. You know, I can't imagine they would do it because there'd be a public outcry, but it is yeah. there in their terms of service yeah. that, you know, yeah. they can, they can scour your data. They can, if you have a great, you know, scenery image, you know, they could, yeah, they can take it, they can of take course. it and they can use it. And that to me yeah, is yeah. a huge invasion of privacy. Um, right. You know, so that it's, was, that was actually my reason for switching from Google photos. Once I did the family account. Um, otherwise I'd, I'd be using it, you know, to this day, um, you know, but again, the, the Apple factor and whether you want to, you know, believe Apple or not, um, on whether they have that backdoor, that's, that's totally up to, to you, you know, privacy nuts will say, of course, Apple has a backdoor, you know, it's their system. And then, you know, Apple people will be like, no, 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 there's totally no backdoor. That's why they had that whole thing with the FBI. And I'm sure there's kind of a middle ground there. You know, they, they have it if they really needed something to it. Um, and if you force their, their hand in, in some, you know, hardcore way, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's probably a way that they could do it. But for the full-on everyday, you know, lawsuit type deal, they don't get into it and they don't touch it and they can't get it. And that to me, you know, photos of my family, my kids, that's that's really where I draw the line and say this is why I want to use this service. Wow, wow, well put. I mean, I don't have. I mean, I'm going to add a little something to this, but I'm going to keep it there. Right. Um, the best thing about the Google Photos, uh, like you said, the 16 megapixels. Uh, there's no real. Th these let's be honest. These photos are for your phones, right? This is the stuff you take with your phone, right? This is not something you do with, like you said, DSLR or some other type of camera. So at the end of the day, 16 megapixels is way more than enough, right? Um, but the best part about Google services, if you have, if you pay $1.99 a month for 100 gigs, then those 18 megapixels or higher will be its actual size on your Google Photos. Right. Again, we don't really need that. I don't think anyone of, anyone I know needs that unless you said that's your job. But um, yeah, right on Google Photos is amazing. My biggest seller point is that unlimited storage, unlimited photos. Um, oh, absolutely. I love Apple. I would consider it. Um, I was considering it to see the difference because I never really used it. I want to see the difference. I have an Apple TV. I have an iPad. I have an Mac. I have an iPhone. You know, I would like to see the difference and see if it works out better with using the um, Apple Photos or iCloud Photos. But you know. I think I will stick with Google Photos for the for the time being, or and I wouldn't fault you for it. You, or somehow use both. Use Google Photos to dump all my photos, but then use iCloud iCloud Photos to create albums and you know share moments and memories, you know cleanly. Right. See that's, the, that's the share feature. The share feature is better than Google Photos for sure because, uh, you know, 
the majority of the population, you know, has uh, has an iPhone. I mean, I know there's still the majority, the minority in the world, um, but you know, when you share a, uh, a photo album, it's native to the phone. You don't have to do anything crazy to a shared photo. I remember doing a shared photo album on on Google Photos, and for the people joining the shared album, like they had to download the Google Photos app, yeah, you well, know, stuff like that. Well, it just wasn't it wasn't clean. But that's a different scenario. That's if you want them to be able to go into the Google Photos app and actually interact, meaning add photos or do anything else. With Google Photos, you can share very easily. It creates a link. And that you send that link out, and they're able to look through all the photos. They can comment, all that stuff, without actually having to be a part of the Google Photos um, application. So it's two ways to really share an album. There's one, like I said, where you want them to be collaborative with you and they can add photos and things like that and they need the google photos app for that but there's also ways when i can just create a link send all those photos to you even give it a name <laughs> and you can go and you can actually like the photo you can comment on it without even being part of google photos i oh, see that's nice that, that so, must be a newer feature from when i stopped using it I, yeah i'm definitely sure google photos have a ton of ways to share it also automatically like tells you hey you know me share these pictures with this person do you want to share like it's it's cool i like that I like, like you said, I like the the albums that create the small albums, all that. It's phenomenal. Um, I'm definitely, you know, Google Photos 100%, but I will try the iCloud Photos just to see the big difference. Um, privacy, if it's only privacy, then I don't know. Because, yes, Google, you can use my pictures of the Eiffel Tower and do whatever you want with it. I mean, there's <laughs> nothing I can say about that. Pictures of my child, however, I'm with you on that, Mike. So that's a different uh, story there. So, which segues directly into data cloud backup. Kind of the same thing, our pictures are data, but of course, including files and other items. What do you use for your data cloud backup? Um, so this is kind of, this is a sketchy subject. Um, I'm not forced into using it, but you know, it's, it's there, it's, it's automatic and you know, as I said, I have the family plan for iCloud, so I got two terabytes of backup. Um, iCloud is is kind of just it's there, it's automatic. So I use iCloud. Um, I have iCloud Drive, so I can you know check things out from my computer to my Mac, stuff like that. Um, but really, cloud backup, it, you know, off off topic on that. That's really personal preference. Dropbox, Box, Google Drive, OneDrive. You know, you name it, as long as you're doing a cloud backup, it doesn't matter how you do it, as long as you do it. Um, right. You know, that's kind of my philosophy. If it's easy for you to use the iCloud backup because you don't have to think about it and you don't mind or, or are already paying the money for iCloud, which is, that is my biggest problem with, uh, with cloud backup. Um, and I know it's different, you know, for each vendor, but I think it's horrendous that iCloud uh, or Apple, you know, keeps the default to five gigs who you know who doesn't have five gigs of data anymore like you can eat that up by just backing up a phone um yeah, so i think that's ridiculous uh and you know data storage is so cheap that um you know you should be able to to increase that i mean google drive i think is 15 gigs of free data before yeah, you but that includes your email too so that's a little bit tricky yeah uh, so that, that gets a little dicey too well, yeah, iCloud, yeah. iCloud is technically your your mail in there as well. Your email too, so yeah. Okay, so yeah. you know you kind of, and now they have you know you can back like you can do photos in the cloud or messages in the cloud, 
which that's a topic for another day, but that's genius. Um, but, you know, so that eats into your iCloud storage even before you touch data backup. So as I said, five gigs, just not enough. Um, I think OneDrive is now 10 or 15. Google Drive is 15. Box is, I think, five. And I think Dropbox is, is still their free tier. I think it's still two, which is, again, horrendous. Yeah. Um, Weird. But, you know, the end of the story, you know, the end of the day, as long as you're backing up, you know, if you're willing to pay for it, you know, for the, the storage, just make sure you, you know, do some form of cloud backup, even if you're not sharing things. Um, but if it's easier for you to use iCloud, yeah. um, that's great. It's 256 encrypted. Right it's automatic. Use it. You know, it's there. It's free. It's, it's crazy. I think I use all three. <laughs> I use iCloud for my personal files or whatever I do, my Word docs, I do invoices for little side jobs, whatever the case is. That's what I use. I use iCloud. Um, I use Google Drive for everything else, um, document sharing, um, collaboration, or huge videos, photos, trips I took it, taken. Um, all that stuff is on my Google Drive backup, which is two terabytes. And then I use OneDrive, which I paid for a year some time ago, and it renewed this year. So I have Dropbox, and Dropbox has all my job stuff. If I ever scanned, you know, W-2s or whatever, my Dropbox have that information. So I kind of use all three, and I would like to just use one. <laughs> the problem is iCloud, like you said, I back up my phone, my iPad, my son's stuff, my son's iPads. So I'm like, if I do iCloud only and do messages in the cloud and all that, I'm definitely going to be <laughs> way, you know, closer to the limit than anything else before I even add the photos. Right. You see? So it's a very, I don't know. I, I'm all over the place. I think I need to focus on one and Google Drive might be that you one. You sure need to consolidate down. Yeah, down. I would use Google Drive in your scenario. Yeah. I mean, again, as, if yes. it's automatic, you know, then that's, that's the way to go. Yeah. Especially because you're, yeah, I love you Google live Drive, in their so. in their services, so you know, why wouldn't yes, you? Yes, agreed. So Google Drive might be the one. Dropbox, I took off the renewal, so it won't happen again <laughs> for me this year. All right, so on to the next one: note taking app of choice. Funny enough, I created a note, shared <laughs> it with Mikey Mike, and I did, listen. I had options because I use Google Keep, and I I use Google Keep as my my app choice, my app of choice. I use it on the Chrome extension. I use it on my phone. I like the Outlook. I've been using it when I went to a uh, Android phone in the past, one of the Nexus, the Nexus 6. So I'm a big fan of Google Keep. Now, I said, okay, I can share this with him through Google Keep, but Mike doesn't have Google. I'm not going to do that to him. I'm going to use Look at Nexus, that. Looking out for okay? the little guy here. Exactly. So I send him a shared <laughs> note. And what happens? He can't get into it. He can't get the authorization code. Oh my goodness! Like I said, if I did it through Google, he would I feel like that was user very weird. User, no, 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 no. No, it was very simple. Apple's very straightforward. It was a click, share, pick the person. I chose you. You got it. So I did. I, my well, part. I got the email. Yes. So I got. My, I did my part. I feel like I feel like if you shared that again, it would have probably worked. But you know. I, I'm just saying. Uh -huh. So what's your note-taking app of choice? Uh, notes? Surprisingly, I, I, I do use notes. Um, 
-hmm. you know, for like, hey, I need to make a quick note, you know, I'm I'm at that I'm at the store. I'm like, oh wait, gotta remember to get, you know, X, Y, and Z. I'll put it into notes. It's right there, it's quick, it's dirty, it's easy. But my actual note taking uh, app of choice is Microsoft OneNote. OneNote is hardcore and down Agreed. right the best note taking app. Like I've tried Evernote, I've tried um, notes, I've tried Try beer. Tried that too. I don't think I've tried that one. I've tried. A, I've tried a bunch. I tried. You know, uh, way way back in the day, there was um, simple, simple notes. notes. Yeah, simple, simple notes. Note. That was actually uh, my uh, my note taking app of choice. My yeah, favorite for a while. Too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but but was. OneNote, you know, has has really like taken over as my note taking app of choice when I really am like going hardcore into all right. You know, let's bullet things out. Let's make you know lists. Let's do checklists, stuff like that for for actual note taking. You know, task lists, stuff like that. Um, it's it's hands down OneNote. You know, the only reason I use Notes again is for that quick and dirty. Like, hey, gotta grab you know uh, this can of paint or you know two two outlets. You know, uh, bread or eggs. You know, something like that. Um, but otherwise. OneNote is where it's at. Um, no, I agree with you. I use OneNote for work. Um, all my work stuff is in my OneNote, and that's what I use every day. So I totally agree with you. OneNote is the one I use to take images, to keep notes of what I've done, to do checklists. Yes, OneNote hands down wins that. Um, but I use Google Keep, like I said, for my quickly, hey, I got to remember to you know, pick up these things, grocery shopping or you know, personal things I need to focus on. But I definitely, you know, advise you to check out Beer. Beer is Apple only, so it works only on iOS. Um, it's gorgeous. It reminds me of Slack, kind of, <laughs> Slack note-taking kind of thing. But take a look at it. Uh, I don't think you would change your mind, but i definitely say take a look at it. Interesting. I will toss out there as an honorable mention, um, any list, any list, uh, is a, uh, a very good, you know, just, it's really just a list app, um, shares real simple. Hey, if my wife can do it, anyone can do it. Let's be honest here. Um, that's true. I mean, I use any list for Christmas shopping because that's what I use. Yeah. See like any list we yeah, use for Christmas shopping, we use any list for, um, our, our weekly, you know, like, Hey, here's our food shopping list or Hey, here's what we're great. We're, we're getting a target. Right. Because you know, because you can share it out, it, it crosses it off, stuff like that. So, you know, that's that's the honorable mention I have for quote unquote note taking app, even though it's technically not a note taking, it's really more of a list app. No, but task. yeah, it's more of like yeah. a task manager, I'll call it, it. It's interesting that you and your wife choose any list and not the note taking app from Apple. Very interesting, but we're not gonna it's because at the time you couldn't share notes and you couldn't do a real type uh, of like so task. You guys are so we we use it and let's let's be real here. I don't want to train her on something new. No, totally understandable. Totally get it. All right, so mobile device of choice. Um, we all know <laughs> the answer is Apple. I mean, I have an Apple too, so I mean, it does. I don't know why this is one of the topics. Yeah, we both use Apple devices. That's our mobile. If device you want your choice. phone to just work, get an Apple. Now, I must say, I've definitely ventured off to the Google world. I've had Nexuses. I've had um, 
the Pixel, and I must say, I was very impressed with the Google phones. I say one more or two more years, and they will be on that level where it'll be very hard to have them to make that. So you're, you're basically saying um, in one or two more years, they'll be where Apple is at now, and Apple will be wherever they're going to go. No, 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 no. I, no, I think they'll be on the same plane. It's going to be a very difficult decision to make. Apple is winning in the sense of iMessages. Um, that was the hardest thing to give up when you do the, the, uh, the switching, is losing the, the iMessages, because of course my son has an iPad, everybody else I speak to have an iOS device, and I use a Mac at work, so it's very easy to communicate from those devices, being that iMessages on all of them, right? When it comes to Android, it's a bit different. Hangouts, even though I use Hangouts from day to day, um, Allo, which I think will disappear. Really? Soon. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think Google's going to keep Allo. They're going to replace it with their, I guess, their iMessaging app. I thought Allo was their iMessaging app. I thought so too, but obviously that's not the case now. You see, the problem, and I will send you an article, and we could talk about this on the show one time, um, about SMS and text messaging. Verge has a great article about that, breaking down, because, you know, it's always, hey, why when you send a video to a Android user, it looks so grainy? Yeah, they actually broke that down. Why? So Google is, Allo was their beta test, I would say, and now they're going to actually roll out a true messaging app I guess with the next Pixel device. Interesting. So that they're so far behind the time on that one. It's not that. It's just that they're trying to stay with within every carrier and be able to use that technology versus Apple's like, yeah, go kick rocks. <laughs> We're going to use iMessaging. Um, but I, I will give you this. I will tell you this. And here's another reason why I'm not too up on on Google services in terms of using them. They start them. They're good. And then they end of life them very quickly. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, Allo. That's that's a prime example. Um, I mean, there, there's a yeah. bunch of others. I mean, Google bought Picasa. That kind of died out in, in form of Google Photos, you know, stuff like that. But they, they end of life things like real quick, you know. Hey, everyone got used to using Allo for their messages and it works. And hey, I used Allo too. Like, that kind of, you know, like the, the whole conversation you could do where um, you're just going back and yeah. forth, like, and, pray, and, you know, playing those movie trivia games and things like that based on, like, the emojis. Yeah, yeah dude, awesome. like, that was fantastic. Yeah. Like, I had a, I had a ton yeah. of fun with that. Um, yeah. And just, you know, and it, it worked, you know, it did the private messages. You know, I used to have a family chat in there because, mm -hmm. um, you know, it was, it was nice and easy. I didn't have anyone, you know, it, it was just, it was very cool. And... You know, I could see people on, on Google devices being like, all right, so we finally have the, you know, this iMessage comparison. Right. It works on iPhones. It works on Androids. This is great. It works on the web, Correct. computer. Fantastic. Oh, guys, guess what? We're going to end yeah. a life this now. You know, like what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, Google didn't put anything out and said that they're going to do that. But based on all the other um, um, people or I would say professions in that realm, that's what they suspect that Allo will be end of life because they're no longer supporting it somehow or something. In that video and article that I read, Allo will be end of life. They're going to keep Duo, though. Duo will stay. But Allo well, will Duo they have to keep. Else, I mean, so. that's their only FaceTime competitor. Yeah, I mean, they have Hangouts. So yeah, hangouts but good. Hangouts is really... But they went business. They went business. Yeah, it's not really the same thing. Um, 
No, not really. But also, you want to FaceTime your grandmother, you know, you're not going to use Hangouts. No, Duo is great. I think Duo is great. I like the knock knock feature. Google definitely have, they're, in a, they're going on the right track. I guess another year or two, it will be a very difficult time to choose between one or the other. And yes, I use Allo exactly on the web too. When I use my Windows machine or the Mac, it's very easy, it's very straightforward. I love the change of the wallpaper. I love the different things you can do. Um, Allo is a great messaging app and it's on all platforms. So I definitely agree with you on that, but it's not iMessage. <laughs> yeah. I understand that is the problem. It's not iMessage. And I would love Apple to put iMessage on all platforms. But not I don't likely. Think they would ever do that. But if they did, if they did, then Google, I would definitely go to a Google device. Um, but hey, it is what it is. The next question that I did not put on here is your music app of choice. What do you use? Oh, buddy, I'm going to get slammed for this one, aren't I? Oh, you are. I'm waiting for you. To <laughs> it is. Speak. It is Apple Music. Of course, it is. Now, I'm gonna stop you right there. There are a ton of music apps out, guys. Just like Mike said, they like the end of life apps. There was something called um, Google Music. I don't know if you remember that. I don't think it's still out. I think it's now Play yep. Music or YouTube Music or YouTube Music, one or the other. So there are plenty of music apps out there. YouTube Music is phenomenal in the sense that you could have hold, I don't know, I haven't used it in a long time, but 20,000 songs for free. Um, then you had SoundCloud, which I think is an okay app. I mean, it's a good app. You can upload your own personal things. Your I think that's more for like your, your music community, you know, um, right. you know, people budding artists, up yeah, up and coming people. Like that's, that's yeah. really where yeah. SoundCloud is, yeah. is its thing. 100%. Um, then there is the other elephant in the room that we will get back to after you finish explaining why you went back, you went to Apple Music. I mean, you know, I'm gonna just branch off of what you said, you know, like, I mean, let's let's look at Google services here. They have, what is it? There's YouTube Red, there was Google right. Music, there was the Play Store, yeah. um, there was Play, play music, you know, yeah. Play Music. They had like four or five different music services. Now they have two. There's YouTube Red and, you know, Play Music or whatever it is, Google Music. Um, Come on, like, that's one company, one. Well, you, you, but you know why. Oh, YouTube yeah. Red is more so their streaming, the stuff that they get from YouTube. Right. That's what that but, is. Where Play Music is your iTunes match. Yeah, but so why iTunes can't we, and why can't we just do it all in one app? You know, I don't like having to go be like, all right, I'm going to listen to my music here. But if I want to stream stuff, I'm going to go to it here. Um, You know, that's... Yeah, ridiculous. Well, that's, you know, that's, look, that's I, I may not use Spotify, but Spotify does what it does. You know, it does it right. Same like Apple Music. That's, that's here's my... your, you know, here's your music library. Oh, wait, you have these three songs no. from an album, but you want those four other ones? No problem. Here's your three that you own. Here's your four that you want to stream. Guess what? You can view it as one album. Like, that's where it's at. Like, you got to think of the average person. Most people don't know or don't want to care about jumping back and forth between the apps on where they're going to find music or videos. Like, it's just not going to happen. No one's going to want to do that. And I think that's why you have such a significant amount of people not using Google services for music. You know, Apple Music, despite its, and I will give it to you, despite its clunky interface, because it is bad. It's better in iOS 12. 100%. Um, don't get me wrong. It's, it's better in 12, no. but it's not good. Um, 
it's still an all in one place to do it. Same thing with Spotify, like whether you're using the free or whether you're using, you know, the, the paid version, you know, it's, it's still all in one spot for it. And that's where people need to be able to do things. Um, you know, they, they don't want to go back and forth. I, I agree. Now I use Spotify and I use Apple music and I use SoundCloud. So I totally understand all of that. Now, the reason why I use Apple Music is because I did pay into iTunes Match. So until December hits, I'm going to use Apple Music for my personal Yeah, but Apple Music is good. Like, when it comes down to what it does, let's forget the clunky interface. When you come down to what it actually does, have music, have albums, have, you know, random artist A that you want to listen to, want the radio stations, want to share... Um, a playlist with someone like Apple Music does it and does it well. Um, you know they yes, have but everything. Apple Music. Apple Music does not cannot share playlists or collaborative playlists as well or better than Spotify. Spotify hasn't beat in that whole area, especially when it comes to the social aspect of it. Spotify wins in that in that. In well, that see, I, I have to now, I have to agree and disagree with that statement. So I agree because Apple can't seem to get the social media aspect of music correct. They failed with ping and, you know, with Mm -hmm. the social aspect of Apple music, like it's there. I see it every now and again. I'm like, oh, wait, you know, my cousin's listening to, you know, that, hey, they're sharing, you know, and it's nice because it's automatic. Like it shares your albums, you know, that your, your top albums that you're listening to. Um, provided you, you know, A, gave it the permission to, and B, you know, friended me or whoever. Can you do that from the yeah. phone? Or does it have to be no, through no. the computer? You see, I haven't seen that yet. I haven't seen it on the phone yet. I'll look at that. I haven't seen it. But that's what's crazy about that. It's so and it's, it's not difficult. but Right. It's, it's good. And it, it works well. And, and every now and again, I'm like, oh, hey, he's, he's listening to that. Or, hey, this person's listening to this. Um, you know, but outside of that. It's not, it's, you know, just, they, they fail at that aspect of it. You know, they fail at the social yeah, aspect no, of it. I, um, no, I though I will, and I think Spotify jobs. does this, um, but like Apple has the, um, like, what do they call it? The, the for you section where it's like, Hey, mm-hmm. you know, here are your favorite mixes. Hey, here's what your friends are listening to. Let me recommend, here's your yes. Tuesday playlist, stuff like that. Um, Spotify does that very well. You know, so that's that's always nice. Um, the the best part about it, and I think this is where they have the edge over Spotify, is the radio. I'm I, yes, hands down. You know, I don't listen very Same much to, to Beats One, um, but I hear it's it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, I'm not even talking about Beats One. I'm not even talking about those radio stations. I'm talking about the radio stations of. I will listen to a chill radio station. I go to Apple Music. I want to listen to a reggae. I go to Apple Music. They play music that I think I've never heard in my life, but I love. So it's awesome. I give Apple Music that 100%. Where Spotify, I believe their radio stations are more like playlists that either Spotify created or people created. Now, where Spotify wins is if I'm listening to a song or a playlist on my Spotify account, at the end of the song, the last song, the end of the playlist, Spotify will play music based on what I had in my playlist. So songs I've never heard, but sounds close in the same vicinity of those songs, it will start to play. 
And I'm like, wow, this song, I never knew this song existed. I'll add it to that playlist. And that, I believe, is awesome. That's something that Spotify kicks ass in. I mean, Apple doesn't have that. Apple only has, if you're at the end of the playlist, they either replay it back from the beginning or don't play anything at all, where Spotify will give you continuous music. That's that's and fair. That, that's, is, that awesome. is better than, than Apple Music. I mean, I used to use uh, Sirius XM Radio for that to, to listen to you know, new stuff that I had never heard of, you know, based on certain channels. Yeah. Um, and then I would add it into or search for it in Apple Music. Um, so that that is that is a much well, better feature. Yeah, or Shazam. So Shazam, which is great. Which, when you Shazam which Apple songs. Songs. Right. I use it in um I use it in my car, obviously the satellite radio. And I Shazam can do both, right? It can make a playlist automatically in Spotify or make a Shazam playlist automatically in Apple Music. So it, it does it in both. Um, both wins in that category, which is awesome. So when I Spotify something, it creates a playlist. And I tell all my friends, hey, follow my Shazam playlist because I definitely find some songs that I never, you know, that are pretty cool that you guys like anyway. Um, but like I said, I go back and forth because there are some music that, you know, Spotify or Apple Music does not have, but I have my own library that I uploaded years ago with iTunes Now. Now I will. So, tell you that uh you know this is a conversation for another podcast but uh spotify much better when it comes to ai assistance yes as now um i just wished and I, I know they might they would never do this i wish spotify allowed me to put my own library of music in there somewhere without going through the dropbox and then syncing it to my phone offline and Without me having to do all of that foolishness, I wish Spotify had another tier where you can do like an iTunes match and upload your library into Spotify's, you know, um, app. That'll be amazing. Well, don't worry. When they grow up, they'll they'll be a real streaming service. It's not a. It's not a. <laughs> no, no, they are a real streaming service. That they are. They're just not gonna. That's all they are. They want to continue to be a streaming service. They do not want you to go and upload anything. Like, F all that. We don't want nothing on our servers. We're going to stream everything to you. And that segues into this other topic. Um, the next podcast we have, we can discuss Xbox. The only reason why I'm going to bring up Xbox and streaming is because today I read that Xbox's new console that comes out in 2020 will be streaming only. Uh, so I, I read looking, the same article, but I read another one that said they were going to have two variations, a streaming only and oh. a, uh, uh, you know, an on-premise one. Makes sense. They should do that. Because last time they tried something like that, everybody hated them, and I thought they were doing well. And now, years after, everybody's, everybody's using their Xbox like Microsoft wanted them to when they all got mad at them for some stupid reason. Remember, Xbox was like online system only. Guess what? You only use your system online. What Xbox Live was originally you know I mean? intended like, for. Yeah, but remember, everybody was so mad at Microsoft back then. Like, oh, why do my system have to be online all the time? Why do I want to play offline? Who plays offline? Welcome, welcome to the actual world that Microsoft is. They're usually way too far ahead of the game and get slammed for it. And then, you know, five, ten years down the line, people are like, wow, you know what? That's kind of how we want to do it. They just... Yeah, got yeah. hammered for it. We're not gonna say we're not gonna say they're ahead of the curve here because Sony has been doing um, PS streaming for the longest. All your PS One, PS Two, PS Three games 
are streamable with the PS Now that they've been doing for a couple of years, um, whether it's on your TV, without a console, on the TV, on the PS TV, little Apple TV looking device, and on your PS4, you can play and stream. We're going to have a, from a conversation so. next time about this because don't worry. Well, yeah. Sony one day will be in the same league as Microsoft when it comes to online gaming. Sony is way okay. Yeah, we that's we're gonna leave all that conversation for the next podcast for sure. We don't want to get into this one. This was strictly Apple versus Google. Um, I think we definitely gave our points for each side very well. Um, again, guys, take a listen. This is our first um, version of this versus that. Um, of course, we definitely didn't do it scripted. It's definitely off the top. Um, please listen, leave your comments, and tell us what you think. You know, we're always willing to hear what's going on. But tune in next time when we do Xbox, which is Mike's side of things, and Xbox Live versus Sony, which all diehard video gamers know PlayStation rocks, right? They were the first. And PSN, which, okay, we'll, we'll, say, we'll, we'll leave the comments for that on the next time. Thanks again for listening, Mike. Anything else you want to chime in about Apple and Google? No, I just I look forward to, you know, the the upcoming OSs for both because whether you like one or the other, they definitely push each other to the uh, to the spectrum of let's get some new features in, let's get the you know the people oh, yeah. doing things, oh, let's get you know humanity and you know social aspects of it well under control. So, you know, I. Oh, yeah. I always I always like to keep on top of both, but there there are usability factors that you know keep people where they are. Agreed. And one day I will definitely be a Google Android user and still keep my Mac and still be able to live a decent life without Google. Wow, I didn't realize we were gonna live in a fairy world. Uh fairy no, it's gonna happen, man gonna happen where i can communicate with you apple users and my android people and not have to worry about fuzzy looking videos and all that until google fixes that i am not switching but that's that's my take on that sounds sounds good to me let me know when uh when that happens because i'm quite you know excited to live on pizza and gummy bears all day long (laughs) 